Last we left off, the crew was pulling away from Paragon Labs and they settled in for uh, another hopefully quiet night of trying to figure out what the hell is going on with the series of problems that they're dealing with. And as they settle in, unbeknownst to them, something is tracking them and it is getting close. And as you all fall asleep, the darkness settles in. And then it starts to lift and you find yourself once again in the unfortunate situation that is your actual life. You are no longer on the smoothly running ship that is the Opal Star. Of course, the Shirley's running smoother now since it's tethered to the Sky Dancer. It still rattles and creaks and groans more than it probably should, but at least the lights aren't flickering constantly. And as we come in to our crew coming out of the sim dive, figure this is a good time for everyone to introduce themselves. Tell us a little bit about yourself and who you're playing today. Hey, I am Fennec Foxfire. I can be found on most of the socials in the wide cyberspace as the Fennec Wolf. I use she, her pronouns. I will be playing... I wrote my character name somewhere in our chat. Give me one second. (laughs) (laughs) I will be playing Vel Fairwind, the medic of the crew. (laughs) You can find me with the Nerdsmith Network. I do a lot of stuff for them. I'm one of their directors. Yeah, I'm Lord Richter, and I am with the Inspired Incompetence podcast. I'm not a cast member, but I'm their ambassador guy. I try and reach out and do some PR and advertising for them. I hang out on their Discord which you can find the link for at inspiredincompetence.com. I also hang out at Full Round Action Gaming, the Dimension Door, From Afar Podcast, and over with Alakazam. So I have a little bit of travel, and uh, I am playing Galavad Ungik today. He is a uh, Promethean. Yeah, I keep wanting to call it Prothean too, and like, wrong franchise. (laughs) It's Mass Effect. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Casey, and generally, I'm playing Anima on aboard the Opal Star, but today my character will be Sheeta the Valna Hunter. She's pretty stoic, refuses to answer questions, and overall, not necessarily muscle, but she does her job and she can get out of tight places sometimes. A useful skill to have. Very valuable. I'm Alexis. I'm normally playing Vilina in Aboard the Opal Star, but today I am playing Medici Tenera, a Ashenforged Cybermancer, and she is quiet, she's reserved, and she's okay with answering questions as long as people don't harass her about things that need to be done, which the crew doesn't usually, but the captain... Well, we'll get to that later. Yeah, you are all crew aboard the Shirley, captained by a Kesh named Karin. And you have signed a two-year contract with her, expecting it to be the great learning experience, good way to earn some money, whatever your reasons. Actually, why did your characters join the crew? So Frishita basically... She's just a drifter, so her last contract was up, 
and she pretty much picked the next one that she could find that was offering a job. Fair enough. I had some issues in my previous life, and in an effort to start over, I started drifting, giving that life up, leaving it behind, and then uh, in some particularly dreary port of call, the Shirley, who I have since learned is always hiring, was hiring, and I thought, well, what the hell? So that's why I signed up. And, you know, I'm just a team player. I say good morning to everybody. I ask everybody how their days are going, and apparently I get different responses, it would seem. And <laughs> that's what I deal with. I, well, anything outside. So any kind of uh, spacewalking or stuff like that, that's, that's my job. All right. For Val, she likes to, unlike most of... Uh, I'm going to butcher how they say their names because I'm terrible at remembering things. The Drenless Highkin, she likes to travel and wander the world. And she decided a six-month contract sounds great to wander on to a new planet, not realizing it was going to be two years. You got to read the fine print on those contracts, y'all are all realizing. <laughs> she really does. Um, she takes it in stride, though, and she's got her little med bay set up, always has a pot of tea ready for everybody, and, you know, just generally tries to be there for the crew as they need it. <laughs> I imagine your med bay is where people go to bitch about their job. Medicine is not only the physical, it is also the mental. Exactly. And Medici, she's always been interested in technology. And so she thought it would be a good start to go be on a ship for a while, help out there, and see new discoveries in technology. And the captain made it seem like this was a great opportunity. Not a lot of people to bother Medici, which suited her fine. She's always been more comfortable around technology than living beings. And there wouldn't be a lot of existing barriers in the way, is, is how Captain uh, Karin, Karin? Karin explained it. Well, turns out she omitted a few things. Like, because the conditions are bad... Most of the technology is hilariously out of date, so it's impressive that the ship still functions. There's not a lot of logistical barriers, except, you know, materials, capacity, and that there's not a lot of people on there, because it's more or less down to whoever Karen sort of manipulates or suckers into joining. And somehow over this journey... Make it worse, she's sort of been made the main repair person for any technological errors uh, and problems. So basically, she's like an IT person, a <laughs> willing IT person. And that can get very annoying to her because, especially when Captain requests or demands, <laughs> as it actually is, updates to a system that is already not really able to work on its own with the current system, let alone with whatever demands she's making. Yeah, it's a fun time. You'll have six months left under contract, which you found out, unfortunately, you can't get out of. 
Also, she is a absolute tightwad and a penny pincher, so it might have been a while since you got paid, or, or there was something in the fine, fine print down at the bottom where you haven't really been paid yet, and you assume you will at the end of the two years, if you don't give up and quit, because then you get nothing. It's not the worst place in the world, but it's not great. And, like I said, the power situation has been better in the past couple of days since the Shirley became tethered with the Sky Dancer. But you have no idea why it's tethered to the Sky Dancer, why that ship came here, what the captains have been doing in, in the helm the whole time. Your captain's become, if possible, even more secretive in the past couple of days. And it's getting to the point where y'all are kind of getting fed up with not knowing what's going on. So, you usually do a sim dive into the story of the Opal Star during your off hours. is just an escape and a way to get out, and she's used to you doing that. But today you chose a much shorter dive so that you would still have part of your break left to do some investigating while the captains are locked away up in the helm to figure out what exactly is going on before you're expected to be anywhere. And I believe most likely one of your plans is to find a way to listen in on that conversation. I'm going to check my skills real quick and see if I have any that are relevant to this. Yeah, no. But it's okay. I only have a wisdom of eight, so... Uh... I don't know that I'm, you know, utterly useless. I'm going to go knock on the door to the bridge because I want to listen in. So I'm going to go knock on the door. You are quickly told to go away. The door remains firmly locked. Okay. Well, I tried. I did. I tried, guys. I'm sorry. She's just too tricksy for me. Perhaps we try saying uh, she has a medical checkup and then... You can sneak in? Well, let me see if I'm sneaky. Uh, no. I'm not sneaky either. I clang about. Would there be a way for... I'm no good with computers. Healing's more my thing. But could someone use console in MedLab to listen in? Create feedback loop? That's a really good idea. The ship does have an intercom system. But you see, you've had to do some work on it because it's kind of janky and the way it's set up is probably not how it's supposed to work but it functions and nothing is there <laughs> you can probably find a way to redirect to listen in without them realizing before we do anything else a bet how much does anyone want to bet they're just having an affair I do not know. I have never had to do shore leave tests on Captain, but it is possible. So, so you're saying they're knocking space helmets up there? If that's the way you want to see it. That's what I'm hearing you say, right? Oh, I don't know if I believe that, but it is a distinct possibility. How long have we been on this ship? A year and a half. It's been a long time since I've knocked space helmets, that's for sure. Did we see the captain of the Sky Dancer? 
you've seen them in passing briefly, perhaps, but they don't really pay much attention to you. They are vaguely humanoid, usually are wearing some kind of cloak. Okay. They're a race we've seen. We're not seeing things we haven't seen before. Correct. Okay. So there are ways to disguise yourself, because they may not have looked the same each time you've seen them. Hmm. Okay. Question. 42. You had a question. I provided an answer. <laughs> I mean, that would be helpful. That that would actually be a good answer. <laughs> but, well, sort of. It, this is a yes-no question, oh. but if it is... Okay, no, never mind. I'm getting sidetracked. Okay. Gee, all of the above. Okay, so the captains are in the captain's quarters or in the helm? It's the cockpit on the map, but it's basically the helm. Oh, okay. They're in there with the door locked. Is it within 60 feet of the... Let's see. We're going to do it on the med bay console. Is it within 60 feet of that? Probably. This isn't a particularly large ship. Okay. Oh, plus, I have my Hello Spacers Tea of the Month just came in. We can all try. So you're fixing tea while Medici is attempting to find a way to listen in. We can do this in two ways. Love the moment of how do abilities work. <laughs> yeah, how do abilities, yeah. Okay, so I would like to use trigger device. Okay. On the comms in the cockpit helm and have them hook up to the med bay compartment so that's way we can see or hear what's going on. Okay, you can do that and you know... There's supposed to be a light when the intercom is being activated, but I just rolled a d20 and it's broken and you haven't gotten around to fixing it yet. Gotten around to have it bothered. I wouldn't fix that light ever. So yeah, you can absolutely attempt to use that ability and if it works, she will have no idea so long as you don't make any very loud reactions to what she's saying. Okay. So then before I do it, I'll be like, all right, everyone, no matter what is said, do not speak it out loud, okay? Because this will be two-way, all right? So if you want a biscuit with tea, dip in tea first, because they are crunchy biscuit. Maybe tea later, but thank you. Yes, sort of. It is always time for tea. Exactly. <sighs> <laughs> that point, Sormadisi sort of just like. It's probably an argument they've had several times. <laughs> yeah. Is definitely not the worst argument she's had aboard <laughs> the Shirley. One of the more friendly arguments. Yeah, that's a more friendly argument. Debate. There we go. Because there's a spirit of friendship. Yeah. yeah. It's a cantrip, but it's concentration up to a minute. Uh, you can supply or initiate power source of one simple device within range, which is 60 feet. Can't do it to one who's worn. So yeah, I just power it up and listen in. While having it on to everyone after warning them not to speak, please. Is there a role for that or does it just happen? It just happens. Alrighty then. <laughs> so you recognize the voice of Karen, you don't recognize the voice of the other captain as much. Like, you can tell it's 
the other person. You just haven't heard her speak as much. And they are having a conversation. And it starts off with you hear Karin referring to the other person as Sybil. So Sybil, you know I'm good for this. I just need time to figure something out. And Sybil responds, Well, the technocracy is growing impatient. That is a big debt you have amassed. They're not big fans of being taken advantage of. So that's why I'm here to help come to an arrangement before this has to get messy. You know I still owe you. And Karin replies, Well, I don't have the money. Is there something we could trade? And Sybil responds, some of our scientists are looking for new beings to run tests on, looking for new ways to further evolve organics to perfection. You could perhaps help us find some. I can't make any promises, but that could go a long way to making things even. And Karen replies, Yeah, that's doable. I mean, keep sane and probably suck her some more in for you. I just want this done and dealt with. Sybil replies, right, let's talk about some fine details so we can figure out how best to approach this, because the technocracy doesn't know I'm here yet. And they kind of continue on, and I would like everyone to roll lore. Okay, I have a 24. Awesome. 14 plus 3, 17? Nice. That rolled a one, so I'm guessing with my mighty intelligence of one, I've got a two. You have no idea what it is, but that name sure sounds cool. And what'd you get, Casey? Fourteen. Alright, so Shita, you are somewhat familiar with the technocracy. The Volna haven't had to deal with them before. You know the shadow technocracy's not good. Very... Dark Mysterious Shadow Organization. This this doesn't sound like a good situation. For Val, you know a little bit more. They're almost like a cult. Very obsessed with technology. Believe they're the next stage of evolution, the future of the universe. Doesn't sound particularly fun. Because... Also, they're very... Is it kind of Borg Cybermany where organic equals yes. bad and weak? We must go forward to become machines, which are purchased. Yes, it's definitely along those lines. And it's also a shadow cult with a variety of people. And no one knows how big it is. For Medici, you know a lot more about this. You probably know someone who either is in or was in at some point. They are very dangerous. They have their fingers in everything. It's very rare that someone would set up a meeting like this. You have no idea how your captain got involved with them, but she's sketchy, so... This might be why she's so sketchy, or that just might be a side effect. But you also know that some of their technological evolutions don't work very well, so they tend to try and collect 
subjects with which to test their evolutions on before they do it on those they deem worthy. So this is a very bad situation. You probably don't have long before Sybil lets the others know. And you need to do something fast, because that's not going to be a fun time for any of you. Okay, so it's going to be that the crew is probably going to be the test subjects, right? That's what was inferred? Yes. Your cheap-ass, snobbish captain is absolutely planning on selling you out to the technocracy to get them off her back. Okay, so at that point, I think once they start talking specifics, and once Medici realizes what's going on, you can see her get angry, but quiet, until she stops the trigger device. So she's cut off that, so they can't hear us anymore. Also, I will specify at one point, Sybil mentions that she didn't come on a technocracy ship. She came on just another ship, so... This is a very off-the-books meeting before she starts the official conversation. You don't know why she's offering this to your captain, but it doesn't speak very highly of your captain that someone from the technocracy is offering them an off-the-books meeting to help them deal with the debt. Okay. Well, that was certainly not what I wanted to hear. I wish they'd been knocking space helmets. Duh, but that's my old books from the... Soul 3 said, the tea is hot. Yeah, does anyone, does everyone understand we're gonna basically be sold as guinea pigs? Well, that's worse medicine than I thought. What? We're gonna be sold as guinea pigs? That's what you were saying? Oh. Oh, What? I didn't get that. Uh, guinea pig? Why would we be guinea pigs? Uh, test subject. Danka. Yes. Unwilling test subject. And not in the fun, ooh, we play Space Doctor, da? Oh, we can play Space Doctor? No. I didn't know we could play Space Doctor. <laughs> I've been here 18 months and I didn't know we could play Space Doctor. It's I, no service I offer. God. You do that in your own time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're the only crew for this ship, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's just the four of us and the captain. Well, Sybil's in the room with the captain at the moment. Well, right, 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 right. She's, but I mean, on this ship, and, and, and we're tethered to this other ship, do we know how many bodies are on that other ship, by chance? Or how big it is? So how many bodies it could have? I'm going to say it's about the same size as the Shirley, but the thing with these ships is... They can be piloted by a single person, and since she just came for a meeting, she could have piloted it on her own. Okay, and so we're tethered to her, so we're connected. So we're, we're sending electronic signals back and forth. Medici, can you talk to the other ship and figure out how many people are on the other ship? I mean, I'm thinking... You know, we figure out how many people are on the other ship. I mean, they, they're all going to be bad guys if they're with Captain Stingy Pants' friend. Which we're going to call, I'm now going to call Captain Mean Pants. That is very tame compared to what I've been calling our bets. We won't get into that, right? Can I talk to them? We have to be careful because I don't know what sort of security they would have. 
technological security, like. Right, but our ship's kind of glitchy, right? I mean, I've been here 18 months, and this place is, you know, flickering lights, doing this, doing that. So there could be some bad feedback. You, you have no idea how bad it is. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm thinking, figure out how many people are on that other ship. And, you know, then we can talk about maybe voting a new team captain. Well, we have to be careful, though, because they would still be able to reach out to the Shadow Technocracy. It's a very shadow, well, it's a shadowy organization. and Well, they might. They might, assuming that there's people over there. No, I meant... You were thinking about all of us going to the other ship and disconnecting them and us flying away, correct? Uh, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, we could keep this bucket of bolts, but I think this bucket of bolts is, you know, already tied with Captain Stingy Pants, and, you know, when they come to collect on Captain Stingy Pants' debt, then, uh, you know, they'll have a ship to collect, and not us. That's what I'm thinking. Well... I doubt they'll be collecting on the ship. This ship is not... It's not worth much. I would say even a scrap. You would imagine if you cripple certain systems, this ship would just stop functioning within a few days. Without someone that actually knows how to fix it. Yeah. I mean, I say we download our sim, we jump ship, and and we take off. I mean, they're gonna try and sell us into scientific experimentation or something, right? I mean, they're going to poke things, probe me in places I don't want to be probed, right? I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? Well, it's also... How do I explain? It's also what? What's worse than having something stuck up, something I don't want it stuck up? Do you want me to list machinery possibilities? Or no? Not not really, to be honest with you. Not not really. I, I don't want to know how many orifices I can be probed in. I mean, I've counted a couple already on my hands, and, uh, you know, five fingers was enough to scare the hell out of me, so. It's not even probing. They believe that uh, more machinery is, is the future. And so what they are wanting to experiment is if living beings will be able to accept these foreign mechanic technological parts into them. So it could be very bad, very painful, and or deadly. Right. Bad, right? That's that's what I got, very bad. Okay. So we don't want that to happen to us, right? Yes. A, a life of problems. We don't want that happening to us? No. Okay. okay. Then I think I'm following the conversation. Okay. So here's what I'm getting from this. Uh, could thought. Sorry. No, no, please finish, then I go. It's fine. (laughs) What I get is we need to can this bucket of bolts, get on the other ship, and get the hell out. It's not like we were probably going to get paid here anyways. Ooh, I like that plan. I vote for that plan. True, we just need to make sure that the Shadow Technocracy cannot be reached through this ship. And that way they get angry at us, because not... We will be upsetting someone who is high enough in the system, in the cult organization to make a deal. Okay, so we might piss them off. I mean, that's a might, right? That's a possibility. If we stay, we're dead, right? Yes. Okay, so might piss them off, 
or we're going to be dead. Okay, I understand the stakes. Thought, how hard would it be to shut life support off bridge for long enough to make them go sleepy sleep and put in other dock and then we just take ship and go? I mean, technically I could write something to just kill the life support systems. In one area, da? Because I like breathing. Once we're off the ship, right? I want to be off the ship when we do that. <laughs> also, if y'all might have to go on the run either way, so it might be useful to steal some ship before you just ditch this ship. Either way, someone to knock out Captain and Captain's friend, and then we drag them and zoop. Drag them. Float them out in airlock. At, mm, I like to not kill unless we don't have to, but I... Uh, it is... Doctor... No, you know. Well, let me make sure I understand. If we get sold to these technocracy guys, or beings, then we're dead, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or worse, but yes. I'm not sure I understand what could be worse than dead. I mean, dead is off, right? You're just... Eternal pain. I mean, I can make my dead face... I'd be stuck like that forever. That seems terrible. In torment for who knows how long versus death is... It, it gets complicated. Let's... Okay, so it's bad. So we're back to dead bad. I think we can all agree we should go to the other ship. It's just how and... Well, through the airlock. What safeguards to put in. Don't, I mean, that's how we do it, right? We walk through the airlock. I'd like to pack bag first. Tea of month is very important. It's true. I'd have to leave my box of stuff. I'd hate to leave it. I'm not ready to let it go yet, but, you know, I'm I'm willing to walk right now. That's just me. Should someone do some recon on the other ship? Can you do your technical stuff? You know, type in the keyboard, tell us what's on the other ship? Or who? Yes. Uh, then I vote for Sheeta's plan. Let's hurt him and leave. Put them on this ship and then we take their ship? Well, they're already on this ship, so... Yes. Oh, I say them on so the keep ship them on the then, ship. You know, go. Yes, incapacitate. As I say, the best way for them to keep this meeting under the radar is to have it on the ship or anything that could be used to surveil. Probably isn't working. So, yes. Incapacitate them... In some manner. So to get through how. Go on the other ship. Make sure we have everything we need. Slash once. We can get into that later. And then go. Yes? Sounds good. I like that. Da. She'd have had a great plan. We also might want to bust the engine before we go. No propulsion means they can't follow us. So like grab the fan belt and distribute a cap on our way out. That's not how most engines work, but that's probably how this one works. <laughs> okay, okay, good. The nuclear catalytic converter must be pulled down. Cut the, the, the gas line so the liquid uranium will go into the engine. And... Put sugar in the tank, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, question is... So, the two ships are connected physically, right? Yes, there's airlock connection as well as it's been feeding electricity which is why the ship's running a little better than normal and I 
will add one thing you would know is most ships have a thing connected to the life support system that keeps track of where different life signs are. Is a sort of failsafe, so if it's having to shut down to conserve power, it can't shut down in a room where there's life signs. Okay. That might be functioning a little iffy on the she- on the she- Shirley, whatever it's called. But the Skydancer, it's a very nice ship. Looks like it probably belonged to some fancy rich person. Alright, let's see. So yeah, I'll go through the medical terminal to see if I can get... I'll be right back. I'm gonna run to my quarters. Well, we'll walk to my quarters. And I always carry my auto pistol with me, but I'm gonna collect my heavy rifle and my metal baton. And my armor, I wear my armor. Unless I have to spacewalk. Make sure you're quiet. We don't want them oh, I'm not finding out. I just clang, 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 clang. But, you know, it's no different than any other day with me. Yeah, for all they knew, maybe you just got out of the sim early. Yeah, I knocked on the door. Alright, just be as least suspicious as possible, okay? I don't know what that means. Act normal. Normal day on ship. Nothing overtly wrong. Okay. Like, you don't know we're about to die a horrible, painful death. We're about to die a horrible, painful death? What the hell did I miss? Go get your things is normal day. Oh, okay. It's normal day. Go get your things. I'm gonna go get those things. So I'm gonna retrieve that and come back, because I'm I'm thinking we might need those now-ish. So however long it takes me to run to my quarters, well, again, walk to my quarters, pick them, and come back. Galavod is going off to collect the rest of his weapons. Is anyone else going to collect their stuff? I sort of imagine Vel kind of just lives in the med bay, so there's like a little cot area that she's packing a bag in with like all of her... They look very, very old, but like secondhand YA novels that are vintage and (laughs) all of her teas and her favorite mug. (laughs) You are attempting to do some cyber sleuthing to figure out if there's anyone on the other ship so roll plus computers and I have proficiency so to 25 <laughs> it just takes you a couple seconds and you're I would say like you're even able to access some of the internal monitoring cameras there's no one else on that ship there's there's no one on it it's nice, plush interiors, not what you would expect of a shadow cultist, so you're not entirely sure if it's their ship or if it's just... A stolen one? Or just it was impounded or borrowed. You know for a fact there is no one on that ship. Okay, and no alarms were triggered or anything? Nope. You just slipped right in. Which is another sign that the ship probably doesn't belong to the Shadow Cults, because you were able to do that from the Shirley. Yeah. Alright, so there's no one there. So, we should probably get all of our things now and start working on getting anything important. Ugh, I loaned Captain Coffee of Dusk, which is terrible because I love that story between... The, uh, what do humans call it? The, uh, with the fangies and the brooding 
pale girl. It was very good. It's the rabbit. Yes, the rabbit. It's the rabbit with really big fangs. Die. And and then they they get it with the the holy hand grenade uh, of Antioch. Uh, no, no hand yeah. grenade. No, there was. Yeah, you count. To no, three. no, no. There was a big fight between two, two of right the out. pointy teeth things in the end with mirrors. Let's concentrate on leaving first. We can have this discussion later. We can also go steal the captain stuff. Oh, well, we can do that. I like I like that idea. That's what I was gonna go do, actually. That's what I wanted to do. Can we lock the bridge, since you're super technical, Gal? Why don't you lock the bridge so they can't even open it? And we'll just we'll just disable it. They're locked there. It is currently locked from the inside. So, like, you wouldn't be able to get in, but they'd be able to get out. But you could probably find some way to lock it from the outside or just royally Ooh. screw up the locks to the point that they can't get the door open. I mean, you know, Captain Stingy Pants wouldn't know the difference. So, Val walks over to, like, the exam table that's there, and it's, I'm assuming it's, like, on a very... Only one bolt putting it in, and she kind of, like, wiggles it. We could block put against the door. Then they have obstacle if open. That could work as well. Question for Sheeta. Are you here for this conversation or have you already gone to go rob the captain? I've gone to rob the captain. <laughs> I am not here. While well, you all are plotting how to keep the captain from leaving the room. I don't know if y'all noticed that Sheeta has just kind of disappeared, but we're gonna pan over to Sheeta. How do you plan on getting into the captain's locked quarters? I would like to... I bet DC could, could unlock it. Probably, yeah. Probably, but I'm not going back to y'all. Though she was also interested in screwing over the captain, so... I would like to investigate the door. I want to see what kind of door it is. Does it have like a lock? What's going on? Okay, roll me investigation. 19. This ship isn't particularly high tech, but the code and stuff to get on her door is decently high tech. It's got an RFID reader, but how good are you with technology? Not very. How far does Alter Appearance go? What are you going to try and do with it? Well, you said it has an RFIV, right? And it would actually make more sense if it was an iris scanner type thing or biometric where it scans the face. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm asking. If I did Alter Appearance and tried to scan the face, I could try that. You could. Since you've worked with the captain long enough, you can probably get it close enough, but... For the rest of your days, it's a problem-free philosophy, Hakuna Matata. And that's all we can do, or else copyright lawyers are going to get us. <laughs> I don't know, singing as badly as I'm doing, I don't think they want to go after that for copyright. I think that would be a whole different interpretation. Casting time, one action, raise, so... Okay, so... 
the scanner would have to roll to see if it sees past. And what's your spell save, DC? Twelve. Never mind. I rolled for the janky computer, and it got a six. So, is that how you're going to do it? Yeah. So, you cast Alter Appearance to make yourself look like the captain, and the door just opens. Well, that was easy. Loot the room. Yep. Loot the room. Loot, loot the, the room. room. So far, she's kicked down the door. Now she's got to loot mm -hmm. the room. Roll an investigation to see what you find. That is an 18. Alright, so you are pretty quickly able to find most of any valuables she has. There's some artifacts and art pieces. There is some stashes of money. She's also got a couple of information stashes that she might be possibly using as blackmail material for people. You find some other documents. She doesn't have a whole lot valuable, but she does have enough squirrel the way that it should be helpful for, say, a group of people trying to restart their lives as they have to disappear because there's a shadow cult. Which might have been the plan she was trying to, to pull off herself. Alright. Do we have, like, a uh, holding bay or, like, a dock where we would keep stuff that might be useful? Yes. There's part of engineering where you could also store cargo. Mm -hmm. And there's also a supply closet where extra rations might be stashed directly across from where the ships are tethered. Okay, we can get that on the way out, but... So, basically, for Shita, what I'm imagining is that everything she owns, she pretty much keeps on her. She is ready to bolt at any time. That's just kind of how she is. So, anything that's not on her is stuff that can be left, basically. I'll also say you're able to find a pretty nice bag in the captain's quarters... That you recognize as one of the bags you can shove just about anything in. Nice. So I'm going to shove everything in that bag? Dimensional uh, pack. Dimensional bag? Dimensional something? Yeah. Dimensional displacement bag? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the something actual like name. That. That's what I call it. It's called a dimensional pack or a dimensional bag. I, I was looking at it earlier. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so I'm going to shove all the stuff I got from the captain. Do I find the copy of Dusk? Yes. It takes a second. I imagine you start to leave and then you notice it's sitting on the nightstand and you're like, ooh. So yes, you find the copy of Dusk. Okay, I'm going to take that too. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm going to look and see if there's a bookmark in it. <sighs> No! There is. That I am going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> the worst crime in the galaxy. <laughs> she was getting towards the end. Just guess it's probably around the part where like stuff is starting to get good right before everything pops off. Yep. That's where she was. Yeah, I'm going to take it. I'm taking the book. Yes. Yes, I love this. 
but I'm going to leave the bookmark. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do an extra screw you, do you also steal all of her clothes? No, I'm not going to do that, no. I mean, if this all works out and the Sarado cult takes her, she won't need them, technically. That's true, Probably but they're not. not really what I care about. Take every left sock. That way she can never have a matching pair. It's only the left sock. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're wondering, how spiteful is she? Just casually claws out, shred her bedding. Look, I'm trying to move fast, you guys. I'm being a little petty with the book, but I'm not being that petty. <laughs> I am still trying to go pretty fast. Fair. Alright, so you're able to shove a decent amount of valuable stuff and the book in your new bag, which you swing over your shoulder. I imagine that is... Now you can have more stuff on you. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're traveling, which is helpful. And then I'm gonna go raid the cargo hold to see what's in there. Alright. Roll investigation. Yep. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I caught it, though! Hmm. Three. You don't find anything of use in the cargo hold, but then you guys don't usually transport a lot of cargo. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you do walk by engineering and you see all of the things that you could screw with to cripple the ship. Is anyone upset at all that the captain is planning on selling them out? I mean, she seems shifty from the description, so it's not a surprise. I mean, I'm assuming Vel is basically muttering to herself, like, all the work. I understand she's good her with contract. That's fine. You know, it happens. But to sell booty to Shadow Colt, it's just rude. And she's saying this as she's, like, munching on a biscuit and packing everything. <laughs> Aggressive biscuit munching. You're waiting until you're calmer to sip the tea. Because the tea needs to be appreciated. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to stare at the engine room for a second, think about it, and then go back to... The med bay where everyone else is. Yeah. So congratulations, you have stolen most of her valuables, if not all of them. Nice. Question. The lot... I'm gonna... Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying I'm going to the med bay. I'm gonna get Naziri and, like, ask her what exactly needs to be wrecked to make this engine not work. Gotcha. What's your question? I was gonna ask the door lock to have it trigger on the outside. Does that make noise? On this ship, probably. There might be other ways to slow things down, like you could just straight up disable the door opening mechanism. Oh yeah, that's true. Turn the gravity off, you can turn the lights off. It's a bit hard to find your way out of the room when you're floating around and you can't see. Yeah, that's true. Can Medici start working to get the sim- what is it? The sim- the- Start downloading your yeah. sim dive program? Yes, and possibly taking out any electronics required with it. 
with your experience, you don't have to roll for that. You're able to easily dismantle and start packing it up. And it's kind of clunky, but it's meant to be portable because it's a ship-based sim dive, so. We should probably start packing things. Would there be anything technological that Medici would want in the captain's quarters or anything? Anything valuable Sheeta would have grabbed? I imagine as Sheeta comes in, you can see she's got the captain's bags slung over her shoulder. Alright, fair enough. You have room to put in the sim dive system in? Oh yes. The captain's holding out on us. He always has been. Yeah, and anything you might want to keep Medici is probably just your own stuff. Okay. Which you have on you. Alright, so... The captain's quarters have been nice and thoroughly looted. The sim dive has been all nice and packed up and stored in the dimensional bag. There have been some discussion of... How to ensure the captain and her unpleasant friend can't follow you. How are you all going to attempt to make sure you are not followed? Or that they are not able to call for help? So, quick question. I have tools, mm-hmm. planetary vehicle tools. I'm assuming the other starship will have should have a set, right? Probably. Okay. Because then I won't waste any time trying to get the ones I have. Well, they they likely would have been with your stuff with the rest of your stuff when you went to grab it, so you could have just Yeah, I grabbed that anyway. I didn't have any idea what that might entail in terms of a toolbox or size. I imagine it's carryable also we're in a sci fi world, so it could be like a little <gasps> Do I have a sonic screwdriver? No. Oh. Not at level four. What are your plans? I say we lock them in the bridge and then, you know, turn on the, the hyperdrive, jump drive, F drive, FTL drive, and launch them somewhere. We could also lock them in and cut the power. That way they can't call out. I'm good with that. You could do both. Or we could do both. I'm good with that too. You just might want to oh. do it quickly. Yeah, because they're not knocking space helmets in there. That, I mean, that I would think could take a little time, but they're just not doing that. Instead, they're planning to sell us over to be, you know, probed. Ugh. Metal stuff shoved in everywhere. Ugh. You can think about that later. Let's let's go. Okay, so... I don't want to think about it. I wish no one had told me. Look, they won't have everything that they want to take. So we can go ahead to the airlock. On the way out, we should grab the extra rations. But other than that... They're just in a supply closet, like, directly across from the airlock where the tether is. Mm-hmm. Duh, I have everything. I have tea packed. Uh, she holds up a thermos. Anyone want some thermos tea? Maybe we save the tea for the escape. Victory tea. Oh, celebration thermos tea. Much better. Yes, yes. Celebration tea. Alright, let's go to airlock. That way we can move as quickly as possible out. Because once they'll probably start yelling or something, trying to connect with us, if they hear the door not open. Velp gestures to the bed 
bad. Do we want to make obstacle? Give us more time if we have to put in cold in ship? Uh, that would probably make noise, and we don't have a lot of time, unfortunately, but thank you. Some of you could go secure the ship while the rest of you enter your escape route. Yeah, whatever happens when you know you put two groups in separate places, there's nothing bad. I would never intentionally split the party. Well, that was just horrifically dishonest, and you weren't even trying to hide it. <laughs> I'm gonna haul stuff over right now. You know, whatever my toolkit and something, and then I can... Because I would drop stuff at the airlock so that we can just run it over there. But yeah, we should absolutely lock them in the, in the top, and then whatever else you think we should do, like cut power, launch them into a sun, you know, whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm all for wiping them out so they just don't exist. Makes it harder to chase us. Yeah, Shadow Democracy can't get mad at you if they can't find proof of what happened. True. Bingo! Alright. <laughs> Let's start with disabling the door opening mechanism. So you make your way up and you can hear a bit of their conversation. You can't tell what they're saying. But you can tell that they are continuing to talk and it sounds like they may have moved a little closer to the door. Like they got up and started walking as they were talking. Right. Can everyone roll me a stealth check? Because one of you has admitted you are not quiet. Oh, I'm a spy. Okay. Cool. I actually have a plus to this. Alright. That's not too bad. Nice. Actually, let's do the Percy die. Percy was good at stealth. Natural Ooh. 20. <laughs> nice. Belle, you are just Quiet as, as I'd say, the shadow. No one can hear your footsteps at all. You're just super stealth. I got a 17. Alright. You can't even hear the tea sloshing in the thermos. <laughs> You've had experience not spilling your tea. But do you see, if people are next to you, they can kind of hear your steps and your breathing, but you're being nice and sneaky quiet. 14. I'm not going to go all the way to the cockpit door. I've got a rifle. But I'll come to the hallway there. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking on this map here and imagining that this hallway here at the top is what leads to the cockpit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take a position here and tell my teammates to keep that one side clear so I can shoot through it if I have Gotcha. So you stop in Medici as you sneak your way up. You can actually tell the conversation has stopped. It stopped? Okay. You don't know why, but they've stopped talking. I'm going to concentrate on, on Medici, and she needs to make a DC 13 save. What kind of save? Well, I'm trying to use my telepathic band. It says while wearing it, you can Use it to activate the Detect Thoughts, Powers, and Action, save DC-13. So. I would assume Wisdom. Yeah, it would make sense to me. Wisdom, it says right in the middle of it, yeah. Ooh, okay, 18. You succeed. Oh, darn. I can't detect the thought. <laughs> Why were you going to? I was going to lock him in there. 
Well, because the other thing I can do is if I stay focused on you, I can send you a message and all you were going to hear is, do it now. Lock him now. Lock the door now. Lock the door now. <laughs> Which was not going to be helpful, but thank you. Oh, <laughs> well, you know. All right. So how are you going about locking the door? I'm going to disable the opening door mechanism. So that way the captain just thinks it's a failure and at most will try to message me to fix it. I like it. I like it. All right. Roll plus computers. Okay. Let's see. Is there any way I can help to give her advantage? I'll need a stealth check from you if you as you go up with them. I did. I did the stealth check. Oh yeah. Would you get for stealth again? Like a 14, 15, 14, something like that. I would say your claws click a little bit on the ground as you walked up. But yeah, you can help if you want to. So I got a 23, so she can help with something else if I mean, if you want to try for a natural 20, you can. I can, with a help out, but 23 is good, so. Oh, yeah, with the 23, you're easily able to disable the mechanism. And you hear another voice, but it's not the captain's voice talking to you. You hear the other voice over the intercom. What are you doing out there? We can hear you. And this is voice of the one identified as Sybil. Yeah, I think Captain Stingy Pants is dead. That's just my thought on this. I'm gonna be doing the... The frantic comeback gesture? Yes. Since this is an audio medium? Yes, sorry. Medici, Sheeta, and Vel, what are you doing? How, how do you respond? We were wondering if you want tea. And she kind of is making a motion to, like, for the other two to sneak back as she's trying this. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. Deception, okay. Uh, yeah. Alright, let's... Fourteen? Uh, you hear the captain respond back. No, go away. That was the captain responding. Alright, the, we will enjoy tea in medbay. She starts to, like, gesture, like, go, 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 and starts walking back that way, making sure that it sounds like we're walking towards the med bay. <laughs> they were able to disable the door opening mechanism, but somebody at least is aware that something is going on. But at least the, the captain's not dead, you don't think? I don't think that's a good thing either way. <laughs> I say, we get on the other ship. Mm-hmm. GTFO! That's what I say, and then we, you know, vent this puppy to space. I would like to do a thing, actually. Do a thing, do a thing. You hear pounding on the cockpit doors. Someone is trying to break out. One of the hits doesn't sound very hard, the other one... You could hear the door crumpling a little bit. Oh, then never mind. I don't want to have to start shooting. This is going to go bad. Let's get out of here. Like zoink scoop! Yeah. Yeah, you haven't secured the other ship, though. Yeah, well, we, we got, you know, tech girls. We're going to get across. She's going to blow it. 
and you know then we'll secure it while we're drifting because this bucket of bolts isn't gonna help anybody no because the door cockpit which should be a sturdy door oh yeah probably needed to be replaced it's yeah as we all move to the airlock can i quick set i guess the hyperdrive or which whatever the engine is to go off You'll have to pop into engineering and I'll need another. Yeah, so I'm going to need a mechanic roll for sending up the engine to do anything. Okay, mechanic isn't bad. And what is everyone else doing as Medici pops into engineering? I'm going to stay in a position where I'm between the captain's quarters and whoever's striking. And. Hopefully everybody else is getting across the gantry to the other ship, to the Skydancer. I will say, um, Brian, what is your character called? Galavod? Do you see it looks like someone's starting to burn through the door? Okay. I'm going to say, come on, hurry, hurry, hurry. Back over my shoulder. Trying to throw my voice backwards as opposed to making noise you know, in the direction. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Medici in engineering. Who is trying to get through the airlock to get to the other side of the tether? I'll do that. Because whoever's doing that, I'm going to need a computer's check. Oh, shit. And what'd you get on the mechanics, Medici? Eight. You flip a switch and something shuts off and an alarm starts going off and you aren't entirely sure what you just did. Okay, sounds good. Let's go. 17. I got a 17. Yeah, you're able to get through the lock to the airlock, no problem, straight across the <laughs> But as you flip the lever, that alert starts going off. Y'all start slowly floating up into the air. Ah. <sighs> Alright. Because it triggered a gravity malfunction. That's probably good for us if we get out of here. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Absolutely. All right, let's go. Just keep swimming away from the person who is still trying to carve through the door. They're almost done carving through the door. Is there actually an opening, or am I just seeing like the part where it's cutting? I mean, if there's a hole big enough to shoot through, I'm gonna start shooting. It's like there's a vertical line being sliced near where the hinges. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're almost to the bottom, so when they get to the bottom, oh, yeah. the door can now open It'll on fall. the other side. Right. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's gonna get good. Alright, I'm on the other side of the pack, right? On the other side of the airlock. Do I start floating? You start to float, but then when you get to the midpoint, you go back down. All right, then I'm going to get into my pack and I'm going to take my 50 feet of rope cable and I'm going to tie something with some heft to the end of it, like a, one of the flares or the flashlight or something. And then I'm just going to chuck it. Something you stole from the captain? Whatever. Just like a paperweight that you're like, yeah, this probably actually isn't valuable. And then I'm going to tie it to the end of my rope and then I'm going to chuck it back through the airlock. So we have something to pull. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Roll strength. Oh, good. Just to see how well this yeeting goes. Strength isn't bad. 
13. It goes pretty far. It doesn't go all the way across, but Manisi, you can see this object with the rope tied to it just float by. <laughs> it's like a little animal statue thing. Yeah, Vel's just booking it for the airlock at this point. She's like doing the best, you know, butterfly swimmer. Roll dexterity. Alright, my dex isn't terrible. Of course, I put away my dice because I thought, oh, we're getting out. That's fine. <laughs> no. Hang on. Shita's basically going, grab the rope, grab the rope, <laughs> grab the rope. <laughs> Shita, you also realize there might need to be some things done before you can disconnect or start flying this ship. Yeah, but I don't know if I can do those things, so I'm trying to get them the hell on those ships so they can do it. Fair point. I will take a dexterity check from Medici as well as I'm assuming you go for the rope. Oh, okay. That's a 12. That's better. Six. Vel, you're having a hard time. You are swimming as hard as you can. You're not getting anywhere. There's not really anything nearby to bounce off of. For Medici, you are able to springboard off of something so you're at least going in the right direction maybe not as fast as you would like but you're ha- you're getting close to the rope and you can probably see they'll attempting to frog swim with nothing nearby is there a way i can help her i mean once you grab the rope you can try and springboard towards her with the rope okay I'm not going to make you roll a dex check to be able to grab the rope. You're going slow enough to where you'll be able to grab it. You've seen all of this, Galavod, but you also noticed that the door is cut all the way through and it's been broken through. And there is a very angry woman, not your captain. You assume she might have been human or Promethean mostly at one point but she's got some tech augmentations that are very scary and she looks very upset with you. With me? I didn't do anything yet. She just says oh we can't have any of that. Don't you see you're needed? That's okay I fire. Roll to attack. Alright. Hmm. I know this gun has burst fire and recoil. I know that it's going to affect my attack, but I believe, if I understood correctly, I have a recoil of two, my dex is four, so I have enough dex to soak that and not lose my dex bonus to my attack. Gotcha. Which should mean that I can do the burst fire thing and not basically be, like, you know, wasting effort, I think. Gotcha. Yes. And it looks like there is a burst save, DC. Any creature within a 10-foot cube must succeed on a dexterity saving throw versus the burst save, DC, or suffer the weapon's damage, which is 2d6 piercing. So it's 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your dexterity modifier. 14. Alright. So... The captain fails, because the captain's behind Sybil, and for Sybil, she got 
13. So I think she also fails. So roll the damage. And now I just scrolled through and found this. There's attacking in zero G. Oh wait, I'm mm -hmm. using first. But that might still give them a thing. It says a creature making a ranged weapon attack has disadvantaged their attack roll unless they're also holding onto a secured solid object with their offhand, such as a secured beam or hatching. Unfortunately, I have to use two hands on the right. You could be standing against the wall. All right, then let's give it some rolls, guys. Let's do this. I imagine the sport you were in before was probably zero G, so you you know how to handle doing things in zero G. Nice. Oop, you put bad guy tokens on. Nice. Ten. Your dear sweet captain. <laughs> Croaked. I'm I'm okay with that. She's hanging on. That hurt a lot. You can tell it injured Sybil as well, but she's not looking quite as damaged. Right. Also, we should probably get an initiative roll. Because that was essentially your surprise attack. Yep, sounds good to me. Let's see, so we're all rolling initiative then, or? Yes. Just because things will be happening at different times, so. Ooh, I got eight. Gotcha. Aha. I got 21. Out of way. Get the heck out of here. All right. Cheetah, you don't have to worry because you were not in the room with what's going on. You were just like, get over here, guys. And Vel, what did you get? Seven. Cool. Hmm. So, after your Elvod shoots, Sybil and the captain, who is not having a good day. Medici, it is your turn. What are you going to do? You are currently holding onto the rope. You can kind of see what's going on. You also see Vel in the hallway frantically trying to get to you. And you all heard that gunshot. So Vel's really struggling to get to the rope, correct? Yes. Is there a way I can try to help her? You can. You can try and get the rope to her, or if you have any abilities that can pull her towards you, you she should attempt have... to get over to her. In zero-g, would a tiny creature be able to help her? Possibly. Possibly. Are you looking at Bonded Companion? Yes. Yeah. That could do something. It could carry part of the rope to her, because you're not holding on to the end. Okay, yeah, I'll do um, Bonded Companion. I just don't know what form to take. Because I have normal forms, and then I have, let's see, what is it? It's Bit Drone, a Sprite, and then Spiderbot. I imagine something with wings probably would work better. Okay. A spider could take the rope and just crawl on the ground. Yeah, or on the ceiling. So yeah, I'll do Spiderbot. Okay. Or spider, that's what it is. Yeah, because they have uh, spider climb. What does this look like as you summon this bonded companion? Medici would have a sorium disc. And so she would, in this case, toss it up near the ceiling. I can communicate with them telepathically. And it acts independently mm -hmm. of me. Oh yeah, it rolls its own initiative. 
I'm just gonna count it as part of yours. It's fine. It, okay, thank you. I'll go take the rope and go to Vel. Okay, so what's this movement speed? Uh, movement speed is spider is... Let's see. Climb is 40. Okay, so even being slowed down by pulling the rope along, it is able to get the rope over to Vel. Vel, it's above your head, but you're able to grab a hold of it. Now we have to figure out how to get Galavon onto the rope, too. But we now have two people holding onto the rope. Is it possible for DC to use her movement, or even if it's like at half, to start climbing or start going away enough to where she can work on the other ship? Yes, you were able to do that, and as I said before, it's not a particularly big ship. So I'll say with your movement, even if it's going slow, you are able to get into the airlock where you are just kind of thunk back down. And you see Sheeta there like, come on! Okay. Vel has the rope, but Galavod does not yet. But we gotta go. <laughs> so I'm just gonna turn to her and tell her. See if you can start. Oh god, I lost what I was saying. See if you can get the ship started. Or at least close the airlock door. Start up that sequence. Okay. So that we can disengage <laughs> once we're all in here. Gotcha. And hopefully leave their airlock open. Space them. Fair. So now it is Sybil's turn. No, no, it's not her turn. I don't think I rolled initiative, so I'm going to do that, actually. I think Sybil thinks better of what she's done walking out the door and goes back in deeper because she doesn't want to get shot at anymore. That's what I think she does. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, Sheeta... What's that initiative? 19. Alright, in that case, you go next. Cool. What are you gonna do? I'm going to see if there is some kind of handhold or something that I can tie the other end of the rope to. Roll investigation. 16. Glancing around you. It takes a second, but you are able to find a door handle to a door that is locked. Mm -hmm. And so it will take an action to tie the rope off to that, but you are able to find a place to tie it. That's fine. And then... All right. And I'm going to keep hold of one end of the, of the rope with one hand, and I'm going to start trying to use my claws to climb... Back through the airlock so I can try and get to the other two. Yeah, so you are able to... I'll just say, with the seams in the floor, you aren't able to get all the way to Galavod, but you are able to at least get to where you can see what's going on, and you see the very angry lady that looks cyborg. Is she... What is she going to do? Let us go? <laughs> she is going to pull out a gun and shoot two proton beams. Yikes! That sounds dangerous! I think she's gonna shoot one at Galvod and she might also shoot one at Vel. Not going to kill, just going to 
Zoinks! That is dangerous! Don't do that! That's bad! The first one to hit Galavon's a 20. Oh, you're just being mean now. And for Belle, it's a 16. My armor is 15. Okay, so yeah, those both hit. Indeed they do. Oh, that that hurts a lot more than <laughs> I thought it was going to. Oh no. I'm going to fudge how much damage that causes because I did not look at that. Oh no, I can take it. Come on. Throw those rolls. I don't think you can take 48. Uh, no, no, I can't take 48. So I'm fudging what her gun can do. You take eight. <laughs> Good lord. And then got three. And fell, you take four. Radiant damage. Ow. <gasps> Note self. Double check weapon damage. Yeah, what kind of nasty thing is that? That's vicious. It's a proton beam. Yowza. Yeah. That is her turn. Okay. I don't think she's gonna move. She's got her arm looped around something. So she's got a pretty nice position. And now, Galvod, it is your turn. What are you going to do? See, I've got that and I've got that. So I'm going to use a bonus action to imbue my strike. Just a DM tip, you want to stay away from her. Oh, no, no, I got, yeah, I got that. It says into my attack, so I'm assuming I can use that in ranged attack. And uh, until the end, of when you hit with your weapon attacks, yeah, it doesn't say it's not ranged. It says it has no effect on burst fire damage from ranged weapons. I'm not going to burst fire this time. But I am going to shoot at her, and then I'm going to use my action surge to shoot at her again. Because I have advantage on my rolls. So, here comes the first one. Boom. Oh, there's my advantage. Twelve. Hey, darn. Okay, so that's one missed. Alright, let's try this again. Oh my god. Come on. Oh, killing me here. Those both miss. Bazing, bazing, bazing. Okay, and... <sighs> Run away? Yeah, absolutely. I will use my feet to push myself off the wall so that I float back down the hall, but then I can maintain my fire when she comes to get me, because I think she's coming to get me. Are you also going to try and grab onto the rope? Because there's loose rope floating Next. around. With two people attached to it, just like, ooh, it's a wave. <laughs> yeah, I think I will grab it if I can, but I'm going to try and attach it to myself somehow because I need two hands to shoot. Roll sleight of hand. Oh, okay. I may be able to do that. Ooh, I got a 16. Yeah, you are easily able to just swipe a grab and imagine maybe you loop your arm around it and there is a valve on the other end, so even if it starts to slide, you will still go with it. <laughs> Oh, and the spider's on Vel now, like on her shoulder. So I'm assuming she knows that it's a helpful, helpful little robot. Vel, you have a small little mechanical spider. Yeah. You've seen this spider yes. before. She gives a loose screech under its chin. <laughs> oh, such a good friend you are. <laughs> gives a little happy wiggle. 
<laughs> it's like a little happy dance. Okay. All right. So now everyone, well, Cheetah, are you holding onto the rope? You're holding onto the rope, right? As you're crawling on the ground? Yes, I have one hand on the ground and the other claws in the seam. Gotcha. Well, Phil, it's your turn. What are you going to do? So seeing that we both got hurt, Vel is going to hold... Okay, so one hand's holding the rope, the other's free. She regretfully looks at the thermos of tea and lets it go so she can cast a oh. mass treatment on both me and Galahad. So that's Galavad. two... Galavad. Galavad, sorry. Galavad. So that's what you can treat six creature choice that you can see within range. So that's 2d8. So three and four. So seven plus, is it proficiency bonus in it? Power has forging ability modifier. Uh, that'd be wisdom. So plus, plus four. So 11 points healing back to us. back. <laughs> you should both be back yes. to full. Yeah, you're now back, both back to full. Yeah, and then she kind of like tugs on the rope, like, we should go, we should go, time to go. And that's her turn. All right, in that case, we're back to Medici. You are hearing that we should go, we should go, we should go, we should go. Okay, at that point, Medici is going to move to where the cockpit looks like it was from the cameras. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go to the cockpit and start setting it up to go as soon as they're through. All right, roll plus computers. Okay. That's going to be a 12. I'm going to say, with that, it's it's a different setup than you're used to, but you're smart, so you're, it might take you a second, but you're able to figure out how to at least get some of the sequences starting. What are you going to be focusing on, though? Getting the engine started or how to cycle the airlock? How long would it take the airlock to go? Because I don't know where they are. There's a cycle to it so you can at least get the cycle started there's also an emergency close so if they're in before this 30 second cycle ends then you can emergency close i mean i'm just worried that it'll take longer than 30 seconds but each round is what six yes i'm gonna say there's also a way to close the airlock inside of the airlock Okay, so if it's starting, and they need to stop, and they need to go, then it's... Yes. Or they can just close it when the last person gets in. Because that makes sense with how airlocks work. Okay, yeah. Yeah, then I'll start the cycle for that. And let's see if I can have my buddy do anything. Who I didn't even think to give a name to, unfortunately. Let's see, movement. Smart one. Maybe his nickname is Spec. <laughs> yeah, spec. Pretty sure I can see through their eyes. Let's see, all eight of them. Yeah, probably. That's an action. Never mind. That'll probably be it. You know, the other thing you might consider doing is dropping the tether. Yeah, I thought about that, but that would probably be another action. Yeah. Oh, do we have communicators or something that I can be like starting airlock? Yell down the hall. Your captain's too cheap. Okay. You can just shout. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Starting airlock. All right, so 
She just shouts that back <laughs> down the hall. And Cheetah, what are you going to do? Okay. So, both of them have the rope and I can see that? Yes. Okay. So, what I'm going to do <laughs> is oh, I'm no. going to turn around, wrap the rope around my arm, and I'm going to cast jump on myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, that's that's beautiful. And then... Nice. I'm just going to... Holding on to the rope as tightly as I can, I'm just going to jump towards the other ship. Whee! Yeah. <laughs> um, can I have... <laughs> <laughs> do you say anything before you do this so they know to hold on tight? Yeah. Hold on! <laughs> Alright, so I will give you guys advantage on those strength saving throws <laughs> to not let go of the rope since you've been given a heads up before Sheena does this. Thank you! Because I have a zero <laughs> modifier in strength. <laughs> Better than me, I have negative one. Okay. I got a 21. 12 for the first, and 14 for the second, so we'll take the 14. Alright. Well, your hand starts to slip, but you're able to hold on, at least until you're on the other side of the airlock. So you probably let go as you go in and just skid into the wall. Galavad, you have no trouble. It's like you do this all the time. And so... It's probably not the most graceful landing back into this new ship, but you are all in the ship. And Vinici, you hear a series of thuds and probably at least one scream. Those had better be good. That's fine. That was me. I <laughs> scream like a little girl. <laughs> is that everything I can do? Because the jump spell is an action, but to jump, I don't know if that's movement or a bonus action. Jumping should be a move. So you have your movement, action, bonus action, and then that would be a turn. So you cast the spell and then you jumped. Yes. So is that everything I can do? Okay. I'm gonna say yeah, but if you want to free action, shout something. Free action, shout everyone in? <laughs> okay. Cool. Da. All right, so disconnect the tethers and the umbilical, and let's get out of here. All right, so Sybil's going to try and get to where she can see you all again. She got a net 20, so I think it might take just her full movement to get to the end of the hallway, and she turns around, and you see her, and she's pissed. Mm. But she's also not going to shoot, because she likes that ship. And Galavon, it's your turn. Is the airlock door still open? Yeah. Yes, and there's a button next to it. I'm assuming it's flashing. If the airlock door is still open, I'm going to burst fire her little butt. Do it. And I'm no longer in that zero G fund, so... Here we go. Ooh. Oh, and a nat 20. Yeah. I like that. Light her up. Ouch. I like that. So... My rule with nat 20s is, because with nat 20 you get double damage, instead of rolling the damage twice, the first roll is max, and then you do the other roll. 
Okay, so max is 16. And here comes my damage roll. That's going to be a 27 total. That hurt. She is looking rather injured. Nice. She looks like she could still go a few rounds, but that hurt. Blew out her shoulder or something. (laughs) Nice. There's some weird tech pieces broken off and floating around. There's some sparks coming out. It's... She's starting to look real creepy. Starting? <laughs> to look more techno-horror. Joy. Like, I guess, like, Terminator. Joy. Alright, and are you also going to close the airlock? Or, actually, Vel's next, so Vel could also close the airlock. So, Vel, you know... Does I've read this gesture and she gives the middle finger and says, I hope you ch- victory tea burns your tongue and smacks the airlock button. <laughs> Alright, and the airlock closes. And up in the front, Medici, you do get a notification that the airlock is closed, but the tether's still connected. Okay. But honestly, you don't care if the other side is fully closed, so what are you going to do? I'm gonna say you're out of initiative, but you may want to move quickly, because Lady with Laser Sword is still very pissed in the hallway. Yes, we're not out of the woods yet, basically. Okay, then I'll work on untethering. Okay. Could we just- You could just take off. Go? (laughs) But then they'll be dragged behind us. Well, yeah, but there might be, like, an emergency release on the umbilical of the tether. Disconnect. Something that would blow it. You know, like some little explosive bolts that just blow it off so you could bail in an emergency. That is a logical safety mechanism in case, you know, the ship you're attached to is starting to explode. Yeah, one would help. So, would you like to roll investigation to find it? Sure, I can try. Let's see. Oh, 24! Are we out of initiative? Yes, we're out of initiative at this point, but it's... Gotta gotta go. 24. 24. It just takes you a couple of seconds before you find the emergency tether release button. I hit it, and then yell, hang tight, guys, and I start the engines to go. And try to get it to move as quickly as possible away. So you have untethered. There is a brief alert. Are you sure you want to do this? The other ship's airlock is not registered. It's closed. Yes! (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Untethering complete. Untethering complete? Okay. Yes. You hit the button and it's like, done. And you are able to take off. I imagine it's like the, you know, futuristic version of Clippy. That pops up with the little <laughs> notification. Yes. Are you sure? Yes! <laughs> I imagine you will run for quite some time before you slow down enough to take stock of your situation. You are now in a very nice ship. Dibs on the captain's cabin. Uh, th- why do you get captain's cabin? I call dibs! Pilot who gets captain's cabin? I call dibs! I said dibs! I waited an appropriate amount of time till we were safe and out of, you know, immediate danger, and then I called dibs. Dibs. Is that how this works? Dibs, dibs, dibs. While they're having this fight, can I log into the system 
and lock the captain's quarters. Absolutely. You don't even need to roll. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not doing that. No, first what we do before deciding room arrangements, I brew tea of month, we have victory tea, and we discuss, like, civilized people, how to split quarters. Dibs is civilized. It's time-honored. It goes all the way back to Old Earth. How much more time-honored can you get? Their civilization's much older. Well, yeah, but I don't hear anybody else offering up their civilization's method. We could do, oh, we could decide in sim. We use sim dice and we figure it out that way. Each of us rules. Highest rule gets cabin. Well, I've got a set of dice. I play dice games all the time. You guys have been stuck together for a year and a half. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Plot a course for the nearest casino planet. With what money? To sell the stuff first. Yeah. Sheeta is going to find a small, dark space, curl up in it, and go to sleep. That's a valid course of action. Also, you say go to a casino planet. Well, there is all you could always go to El Mari, and there's a pretty nice hotel there. Kind of it looks like a palm tree, a little ostentatious, but you might be able to find work there. I think a good plan. All of us find work. We work very good together. But first, I think we deserve spot day. Is there anything that this ship that we need to do with the ship? Have you run like a diagnostic, Medici? Yeah, I would say Medici would also run diagnostics and be like, is there a tracker on this? After locking the door. Go to space's DMV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Run the VIN number. Give me a computer's okay. roll. Just to see how long it takes you to do a thorough search. Ooh, okay, that's a 12. It takes you a while to go through everything. This ship is kept pretty up to date. There is no remote tracking features. Everything's kept in pretty good working order. Like, there'd be some regular maintenance you'll need to do, but it's a pretty nice ship and pretty good condition. And as far as you can tell, it has no registered ownership and no name. So how do we know it's called Skydancer? Is that painted on the side or something? That could have just been what it was referred to for the purpose of the travel. Actually, no, it, I'm going to say it does have a name, but it doesn't have official registered owner. I have thought we should register this as our ship and consider it backpack that we never got. Sounds good to me. So yeah, I put all four of our names on it. In very short order, you have gone from severely underpaid employees with a very ungrateful employer to owners of a ship, and you have the whole universe ahead of you, and who knows what adventures you will go on in the future. And that is Reality Check. Thank you for joining us for another wild and wacky one-shot aboard the Opal Star. We hope you enjoyed the ride, and a special thanks to our lovely guests, Lord Victor of Inspire and Incompetence, and Finnick Foxfire of the Nerdsmith Network. Stay tuned to this Monday for the real next chapter of Aboard the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. 
We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Teuber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor, and I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Vilina Sorel, the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.